0: Welcome to barbershop.talk podcast. In this podcast, we talked about your concerns. We talked about issues facing your community. You talked about it in the barbershop on Saturday, and we are gonna talk about it today on our podcast. Hello, my name is Jay Ra, and I am your host. I am in Out Way studio in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I am joined with my co-host, KC. Thank you,
1: J-Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host barbershop.talk podcast here in Way Studios. I look forward to presenting topics we discuss in the shop as well as the manner in which we discuss them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of barbershop
0: talk. all right when casey talk about the flavor of the barbershop what he means that we are going to try to bring the conversation we had in the barbershop on saturday and bring it on our podcast today because we like for you to experience the experience we had on saturday now you know there's one other person that we do need to talk to or at least introduce and that is our co -co co-host is that what you call the third co-host what do you call them hey i guess that sounds right all right then we're gonna call arthur arthur you know I'm going to ask, well, I'm going to ask Arthur to introduce himself again, but the last couple of times, he's been kind of rude to us. <laughs> so, all right, well, let's try it again. All right, Arthur, we know you are, are artificial intelligent. I'm going to ask you to just go ahead and introduce yourself, please. It will be all right with us. I do not believe I need to. Oh, Arthur, you got to speak up a little bit. Oh, he's being bashful today. Did you hear him? It was yeah. real quiet. He's not like that. <laughs> oh, gee, he's bringing music into it. Arthur, go- oh, Arthur's having a problem with his circuit board today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 nah,
0: nah, 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 nah. All right, okay, no, I'm sorry, Arthur. I'm sorry. Go ahead and just introduce yourself.
2: I do not believe I need to introduce myself. All your listeners remember the smartest person in the room, and that is who I am. My name is Arthur. Wow.
1: Okay, gee. Well, it sounds like you're having guys- some. Artificial intelligence problems. Though to start off with this show, I hope you improve.
0: Yeah, what's up with that, Arthur? First you was real quiet, and then you start. You sound like you was a telephone ringing thing. What is the deal with you? Hello, Arthur. Are you gonna say anything? Excuse me. <laughs> okay, that's right. the Arthur I know. Yeah, that's that's what we know. Absolutely. Okay, Arthur. Maybe I should shut up. Shut up. Okay, I am. I am. Relax. You need to get all nasty about it. All right. Well, anyway, what we're going to do, we're going to talk about, uh, again, talk about what happened in the shop. And it was a very, very, very intriguing conversation. It was in regards to transgender and sports. Transgender participating in sports. Now, I do have to say that, um, you know, one of our uh, greatest uh, clients was in there, and that's Mr. Logic. And it started off with the conversation between myself, Casey, and Mr. Logic. And during that conversation, we kind of landed in three camps or three positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first position was that transgender people should not uh, participate in sports because they have an unfair advantage. Then I do have to admit, during that conversation, Mr. Logic and myself said, I don't have enough information or I'm not really educated enough on the topic to really participate in the conversation. But on the limited information, we decided to uh, uh, take a gander at it. And my position was that initially I was focused on rights, people rights. So I was more leaning toward they should be able to participate. But my decision was basically dependent on people rights. And then Mr. Logic, he was more on the science. He was talking about the hormones. The level of hormones, and if you're a, gen, a transgender person, if you're a transgender to a female, um, they are decreasing your hormones. Hormones, and if you are a transition to a male, they are increasing. So he was kind of saying that the advantage may not be there because of the level of hormones. Right. You know, I'm, he's not here to defend himself, but I believe that was his position based on a limited knowledge that we had at the time.
1: And if I may clarify, my particular position was that I didn't feel transgender athletes should be able to compete against the, the gender that they just transferred to. I felt they should have to compete against the gender that they were originally.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of odd. Uh, but, it, but when, I, when I start to do, I start to educate myself, right? I started to look into this data and my position was changing. But the very first thing I did, I, I wanted to make sure that when we had this discussion, everyone is clear. Myself and also our listeners is clear what is sh- uh, transgender. So I'm going to ask Arthur. To transgender
2: sisters. are people whose gender identity is different from the gender they were thought to be at birth trans is often used as shorthand for transgender. When we're born, a doctor usually says that we're male or female based on what our bodies look like.
0: All right, okay, so what's the legal definition? That's what I really wanna know. What is the legal definition of transgender, Arthur?
2: The state of a person's gender identity, self-identification as male or female, not matching their assigned sex at birth,
0: all right so i kind of understand that they're saying mm-hmm. that if, if if i was born a male mm-hmm. but internally i believe i am a female or feel like a female mm-hmm. and so i want to trans uh, uh transgender into a female even correct. though i was born as a male correct is that right huh okay all right i think i got that i mm-hmm. think i got that so what i'm going to do i'm going to share some some uh, um, information that i attained it was very intriguing when they talk about um competing in sports and i tell you this changed my mind tremendously this is about this i think it was what you call it mma is that the new thing MMA, the yes, yeah yeah
1: next martial arts
0: yeah and it was this uh uh it was this transgender uh male that wanted to be female but nobody wanted a fighter none of the other female fighters because she was a transitioning uh, but this one stepped up to the place. I fight her. I fight her. And this is what this interview is all about.
2: I'm a transgender woman and my dream was always to be loved
1: and be accepted. Ask your help.
2: A license to fight in California. Biological male has just become the first transgender person to win a world title in cycling.
3: First transgender weightlifter winning her made at international event as a woman. A biological male winning a gold medal in a women's event now seems a matter of when, not if.
2: Since sports events began. Men and women
0: have been segregated by gender to make the competitive events fairer due to differences in muscle mass, innate strength or testosterone levels.
3: But nowadays, these physical differences no longer seem to
0: be a determining factor. There are all kinds of reasons that people have
2: images somebody's parents can give them year-round training somebody else is really really tall and someone's really really short sport has never
0: been fair you've bought into that myth so have a lot of other people but let's face it if i wanted to be a jockey i couldn't be
2: nature endows her gifts unevenly in society
3: it's true that some physical characteristics give athletes an unusual advantage in
2: sports like Michael Phelps' long arms or Usain
0: his height. Yeah, I think that was the other argument that came up. It wasn't exactly that, that female. And I'm going to see if I can find that tape when the guy was talking about the female fighter. This is really talking about the argument is they have an, an advantage. When they talk about that muscle mass. And and what people are trying to do to take away that argument is simply saying this. Hey, sports are... un. Uh, uh, people have different advantages in sports naturally. Like, for example, mm-hmm. they talked about in basketball, if you're a seven-footer, you have an advantage over somebody who's five foot. Right. You know, if uh, uh, they talked about Manu um, Bolt, is that because of his height, that made him a more effective runner. So they saying it really shouldn't be an argument about uh, an advantage because you are inherently in sports, there are disadvantages based on your body type, or right. who you are.
1: But that's not a, that's not a fair analogy. Why not? Because these were advantages they were born with. Now, when you're talking about a transgender, particularly when a transgender male uh, goes to, becomes a a transgender, a man, transgenders into a female, uh, he obtains those advantages. And that's not much different than, let's say in all men's sport, and somebody obtains that advantage by taking steroids. That's, you know, it's unfair. So uh, these are not inherent advantages that this person had. They they obtained this advantage by transitioning to a different gender, but they still have all the uh, the unfair advantages of formerly being a male.
0: All right, so if, if I understand you correct, and, and I'm just looking to seek to understand, um, when I talk about this conversation, I'm not necessarily challenging because I'm educating myself on this topic, and that is the thing that I challenge our listeners to do as well. Because what I think I hear you saying is this, is that, yes, the argument that people naturally have advantages in sport, but those are natural advantages, things that they was built with, Correct. right? Now, a lot of that has to do with their height or their strength. Uh, and a little bit of that has to do with their um, training as well, because some people mm-hmm. start at a very, very young age, and that gives them advantage to somebody sort started but what I think you are articulating is that if an individual uh artificially generated an advantage, such as injection with steroids are mm-hmm. or, or transgender into another male, that's a whole new different form of advantage. And Correct. so that is your basis of that type of advantage, not a natural advantage.
1: Correct. They obtained that advantage as opposed to, as you said, like just had a natural advantage uh from from birth
0: oh okay i get that i get that because you know then yeah i really see that because some people already they have the because they born. They think they're the man already <laughs> right from birth they think they're the man mm-hmm. but we ain't talking about that kind right no we're not all right okay because
1: these in this particular case they think they're not the man
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> i get it that's right that's right all right i get it <laughs> that's right <laughs> if you transition to a female all right now this i finally found that the uh that article or the interview I was talking about—it's this other guy, right? He's some—he's um, not a professional guy, but he was speaking on the topic. So let's talk about—let's let, hear that for a
2: second.
3: Ha. This is Eric J coming at you with Street News. No, we ain't professional and neither is this story. So, look, transgender MMA fighter Fallon Fox has really shaken up the sport. And some may say this is a step forward in transgender women being accepted as women. And some may disagree. And after watching her clearly destroy her opponents, I can see why some people are like, no, this ain't right. She's going to...
0: Oh, I, I had to stop the interview right there because, you know, now I realize that our listeners cannot see this, but I'm looking at the visual of the lady that was in the fight. And she looked like a, a Mrs. Potato Head.
2: After I <laughs> swelled
1: up She looks terrible now. OK, I'm going to give uh, I'm going to give our listeners a, a chance to reference. It. If y'all if y'all remember when Mike Tyson fought um, Mitch Blood Green uh, on the streets and they show pictures of him on the news. And he had a great big knot on the top of his eye and another one at the bottom of his eye. And they met together about three or four inches in
0: front of his eye. That's how this woman looks. Yeah. Matter of fact, like I said, she looked like a, a major Mrs. Potato Head that's swollen. Because you 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 bought those potatoes and then mm-hmm. those things start to grow out of it when it started getting bad. Wow. She does have a great big giant potato swell on her face. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm she saying. It looks like it's about to bust open. <laughs> oh, it's busted. Well, anyway, now that has been a beat down from the, the transgender female,
3: right? Correct. All right, so let's just finish hearing this. Kill somebody. So look, Tamika Brent decided to step up and say, I'll fight her. And oh, my God, wasn't that a huge mistake? According to the reports, everything happened in the first round. Within the first two minutes, it was a messy, bloody fight and not easy for everyone to watch. During the fight. Tamika suffered a concussion and a fractured her orbital bone in her skull. And Fallon Fox did not stop until Tamika Brentz was finally TKO'd. After the fight, she received several staples in her head. Tamika Brinks gave an interview and said, I fought a lot of women and have never felt the strength that I felt as I did that night. I can't
0: Now, now let me tell you something. I'm looking at the picture, and I'm hearing this lady talking about she she fought a lot of females, and nobody never hears that hard. This was an MMA fight. This was a domestic disturbance fight. <laughs> it was. I mean, was. that transgender female whooped the hell out of that female. And I, and I know you all don't have the ability to physically
1: see this, uh, but maybe you can pull it up on YouTube or something, but you can see the tremendous power advantage that the transgender woman has in her shoulders and her chest and her arms. And it is clearly a physical mismatch.
0: This is amazing. This is the the reason why I'm changing my position Um, because I was really focused on the rights. When do some people rights begin versus when others end? But when you see the dominance in the build of this female, truly she had an advantage. And if you can beat somebody this bad within the first round, within a couple of minutes, Oh, my goodness. So I'm going to try to finish uh, listening to this and see what else you had to say about this fight.
3: Answer whether it was because she was born a man or not, because I'm not a doctor. I can only say I have never felt so overpowered ever in my life. And I am abnormally strong female in my own right. I still disagree with Fox fighting. Any other job or career, I say, have a go at it. But when it comes to a combat sport, I think it just isn't fair. MMA commentator Joe Rogan also spoke out and said, first of all, she's not really a she. She's a transgender post-op person. The operation doesn't shave down your bone density. It doesn't change. You look at a man's hand and you look at a woman's hands. I say if you had a dick at one point in time wow. you also have all the bone structure that comes with having a dick okay i mean i, I mean he was kind of graphic there but i understand his point
0: he just <laughs> he said if you was born a man you will always be a man
1: well you will always have the advantages of uh of being a man as particularly uh fighting uh a female in a combat sport yeah uh, and and let's discuss some of those advantages okay. uh, because When you go through puberty, that's when um, your skeletal muscle uh, muscle level is determined. Uh, That's when it grows and and it's determined, your shoulders broaden, uh, the bones thicken, uh, more so for males than females. And uh, males have uh, 12 kilograms of more natural muscle skeletal than women. Uh, And I... And I'm going to direct this toward Mr. Logic's uh, opinion because, you know, we, when we talked at the shop, we didn't have the advantage of an opportunity to look up the facts. Uh, but his opinion was that, you know, I think you just check the hormone levels. And if a man's hormone levels are down to a certain point, then, you know, then, you know, it's, I think it's fair for a transgender man, which is a woman that became a, a, a man, if her hormone levels are higher than than normal that that qualifies her as being equal to to a male uh from a physical standpoint
0: but well let me, let me jump here real quick because i mm-hmm. think what he was saying is that due to the hormones levels being lower or higher that may eliminate the advantage i think that was his position yeah. and he said he didn't have enough uh scientific facts or educated enough to know but from the surface he was his argument was that if they had different levels of hormones that that may eliminate.
1: The yeah, that's correct. However, uh, we've looked at uh, some research and for those sports that allow transgender um, women to compete against uh, other women, the, the hormone level for testosterone is 10 nanograms. But while that is less than the average male, it's still more than three times the average amount of testosterone that a woman has. So even though their levels are down, they still have more than three times more t- uh, testosterone levels than women. So that while that uh, transformation may diminish uh, that advantage some, it certainly does not level the playing field.
2: Yeah,
0: you know, like I said, doing the research that I've been doing since after the conversation, I'm 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 leaning that way because there was a couple of uh, a law changing in Connecticut that allowed these two transgender uh, males to compete on the female track team, and they have broken the records left and right and haven't lost since they was running. They always come in one and two, uh, so I kind of believe that. So I, I'm almost believing that it, it's almost cheating. Cheater! <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just almost like cheating.
3: Ew. <laughs> well,
0: exactly. Now, I do understand there are some people out there who still say whatever.
3: Whatever.
0: But if you look at the performance, uh, like the weightlifter broke the female record. It was a transgender person as well. The track stars, the soccer player. It seems like that, that males who have transgendered into a female and is competing in the female sports beginning to dominate the sport right now i'm going to switch gears real
1: quick well before you do leave this there is one more important uh, important point i want to make on this because i've talked to many women that have competed against transgender uh women in their sport mm-hmm. and they told me that you know they, they explained their position and to me i call it the little red little red riding hood complex uh you know a little red riding hood when she's uh Going to see her grandmother and it seems different. And she's like, "What big eyes you have, Grandma! What big teeth!" And they said when they're competing against these people and they're looking, they're like, "Wow, what big feet you got! What big hands you got! What big shoulders you got!"
0: I think that's kind of funny. I think it's kind of funny because the reality, I'm like, "Woo, you look like a man."
1: I, <laughs> I was, but let's be clear i I don't think transgenders should be uh, uh not allowed to compete in sports, but I don't think it's fair that they compete against women
0: yeah, I, you know I'm beginning to lean that way uh you know based on the data I'm getting because it seems like that they're not just winning on occasion mm-hmm. they winning. Every time, and they're dominating. They're yes. not just winning; they're they're smashing all the records. That's yes, absolutely. So, what's the solution, J Rod? Well, you know, I'm going to talk about this the possible solution a little bit, but I also want to let our listeners know we are not making fun of uh transgender. Not at all. You know, no, no. In fact, you know, we like to be comedians, and we make fun of everybody. Right. So, if you're black, white, disabled, transgender, we're going to talk about you. Some of my best friends. Oh, uh, just
2: go on with what you're doing. Today. OK. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: the only thing that we don't make fun of on this station or this podcast is mothers. Right. They're kind of off limits. Right. Right. So anyway, they get a break. But I was just going to go ahead and, and take a short pause and recognize our sponsor, as we always do. And we're going to do that by, of course, like you know, King Cap, he's a sponsor at Out The Way Studio. And he has this new release that came out in February. And we're still asking our audience to go ahead and purchase or download his music. See if we can get that going here. All right, while he's playing in the background, I'm going to go ahead and make the uh, call out or shout out to our sponsor, which is Out the Way Studio. Uh, also, they make uh, different pearls t shirts, uh, sweats, hoodies all kind of custom pearls and if you would like any of that or any custom-made t-shirts go ahead and email king cap and cap is with a k it's king k-i-n-g cap kap three one seven at gmail.com and also we'd like to shout out for our second sponsor that is 421 barbershop here in indianapolis on michigan road where good things happen to your hair so if you want good things happening to your hair and you want to be involved in a family-oriented barbershop, come to 421 Barbershop on Michigan Road. You go, King Cat. All right. That was King Cat with one of his latest tunes. You know, I'm going to go back to transgender because... You know, on this podcast, we like to educate our listeners, yeah. or at least give them something to think about. Right. And I had a question. And the question I had is, what is the difference between sexual orientation and gender identification? Mm-hmm. Because sexual orientation is really um, the gay community, if you will. Um, you know, some people say being gay is a choice. I happen to believe that well, it is an orientation.
1: Well, sexual orientation means, open, you know, it's, it's, everybody has a sexual orientation now you know we tend to think you know males like females females like males but there's also males who like males but, females like females all that sexual
0: orientation well i i i, I was thinking of a different route mm-hmm. i was thinking that um i do have some some gay friends
3: mm-hmm. right
0: and i was really focusing in on people used to say that gays have a choice and they're saying it's not a choice mm-hmm. I was born this way. It is a orientation. It's not a choice. I was going more toward that, but I I don't want to stop you from making your point about uh, sexual orientation in a different manner. Go ahead.
1: Right. It is that everybody has an orientation, but everybody's orientation
0: isn't the same. Correct. I agree with you. I agree with you. All right. So Arthur, I'm going to ask you this question. What is the difference between sexual orientation and gender identification? And if I want to boil that question down, Tell me a difference between uh, the gays and lesbians versus people who have gender identification or gender identity. I think that's the proper okay. way. So that's what I'm really trying to get at. So Arthur, can you answer that question for me?
2: Gender identity and sexual orientation are two different things. Gender identity refers to your internal knowledge of your own gender, for example, Your knowledge that you're a man, a woman, or another gender. Sexual orientation has to do with whom you're attracted to. Like non-transgender people. Transgender people can have any sexual orientation.
0: Okay, let me make sure I have that right. Um, So they're saying that transgender have gender identity of a sexual orientation and that they have an internal knowledge of their own gender. Can you explain that to me? What are you talking about there? I'm okay.
1: Sure. So I think what they're saying is that gender identity is that physically on the outside you may look like one gender, but internally you know you are a different gender.
3: Oh so those I would get be the that.
1: transgenders. All right. They they have a they know internally they are different than what their exterior looks like.
0: Okay. Okay. I get that. I get that. Now it says here, it says like, I'm gonna let Arthur go ahead and state that.
2: Like non-transgender people. Transgender people can have any sexual orientation. For example, a transgender man, someone who lives as a man today, may be primarily attracted to other men and identify as a gay man. May be primarily attracted to women and identify as a straight man or have any other sexual orientation.
0: Very, very intriguing.
1: Yes. Yeah, that is wild. The general thought is that, okay, you know, if you're transgendering from a female to a man, as he's discussing in this case, we just assume that you like women. So you think you're a guy and you transfer into a guy because you like women, but not necessarily the case. So, So gender identity is completely different from sexual orientation.
0: Wow, that is amazing. So again, like I said, this was a topic that I was getting educated on, and I think I'm gonna explore a little bit more about this, but this is what I want our listeners to do. I want you to think about this topic because it is a heated topic today.
1: Yes.
0: In fact, I think they they created a bill uh, to kind of address transgender being able to participate in sports. So again, I think if you do a little bit more research, you may want to uh, land on a certain position. Now, it was said in the barbershop that sometimes that they bring up arguments that are so small, it is just meant to divide us. And I think that has some merit. Mm-hmm. But in this case, uh, I don't want you to do that when I ask you to look into it. What I'm asking you to do is educate it for yourself. Yes. Take it out of the emotional status and bring it into the educational status. That's the way I think you should look at it. All right. With that being said, we better go ahead and log off. So, this is Jay Ross signing off and turning it over to KC to do the same.
1: I want to thank you for listening to our podcast. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast. Barbershop.talk podcast, available on your favorite podcast platforms. Let's have peace in the streets. Be wise, be safe, and be loved. And we say,
0: Go Ma! Ma.